All right. Peace, peace, Moors. Let's do something new. We're going to go live right now. <clears throat> Just thinking about a few things this morning. And I figured, why not get on here and share my thoughts? This is definitely going to be interesting. If um, if I were you, I would click the like and share button. If you're not already subscribed, make sure you hit the subscribe button. Ring that bell. Like I said, this is going to be interesting. So whether you're at home or you're out on the road, even if you're driving, if you, even if you can't see the screen, this is going to be very very interesting discussion um you could be driving to work you could be riding around you could be on the road on a road trip all as well so um was just laying laying down at like six in the morning thoughts racing through my head i figured i'd get on here and chat with the moors so this is going to be a live build and uh <laughs> i see okay as long as we have some moors up in here let's go ahead and get started Right, peace moors let's go ahead and get things started up um first and foremost like i said man we're just gonna have a real talk was just lying lying down thinking about some real stuff and uh figure why not get on here and see what you moors think right so um <clears throat> one of the things that i was thinking about uh for the most part is just all of the amazing things that are happening right now things that we kind of take for granted. We're not even really thinking about it. But just all of the events that have happened in the last few years, um, you could even go back decades if you want. But just in the last few years, so many things. I mean, we've witnessed, um, of course, we witnessed the Twin Towers coming down, right? Right? Who would have thought that would have happened? Um, we saw things like Hurricane Katrina, we saw the president get on TV and call our people refugees, right? Um, we saw a so-called black man become the president. 
something that I didn't even think was possible at that point in time. Um, and right after that, we saw Donald Trump become president, which is also amazing in and of itself, <laughs> right? It's a whole, for um, a whole bunch of other reasons. Um, and all of these things are happening and things are just speeding up, right? And one of the things that I wanted to visit um, was the prophecies or the oral statements of Prophet Noble Drew Ali. And I know everybody here doesn't even really think that he was a prophet or believe that. And that's fine. That's neither here nor there. Um, but I do want to visit these for a reason, right? We're going to talk about this. And um, once again, doesn't even matter if anybody believes he's a prophet. If anyone hasn't doesn't really know that much about him, you can go to moresinamerica.com. There's a great article on here that was written by myself and my wife. And you can go there and you can learn all about this amazing man. All right. So I would definitely advise people to go there. Uh, go to moresinamerica.com. Click read more. Read that article about the prophet. Okay. But um, as I was saying right now, we're going to go to some of the oral statements. And um, there's a few in particular that I wanted to talk about in light of all of the things that we see going on here. All right. And let's let's go ahead and do this right now. So the oral statements, um, prophecies, these are things that different people who actually um, knew the prophet during his lifetime. These are things that were collected from people over time. Um, I think like in the 70s and 80s, you had a couple of Moors, right? Researchers who went around gathering these statements, actually traveling to these people who were elders at the time and collecting this history, this oral history that's been passed down for the Prophet Noble Drew Ali. And this was done before the internet, right? Before it was what it is today. So people were actually going around the country and sitting and talking with people. All right. And um, you have to take these with a grain of salt because some of these people were talking about weren't even talking about Prophet Noble Drew Ali. They were talking about one of the other people who um, tried to assume leadership after the Prophet died. You had some people that referred to themselves as the Prophet reincarnated. So that's a whole other thing, but we're not going to really go down that rabbit hole right now. Okay. But I want to talk about a couple of things. Um, you may be able to see it right up here on the screen. Right here, it says the Holy Prophet told the Moors, and this was reported by Brother O. Patton Bay, Temple 25, Detroit, Michigan. Allegedly, he told the Moors, children, you are at home, and the European is 5,000 miles from home, and he's going to have to take some water. <laughs> and also, allegedly, he said, uh, one of the other statements says that allegedly, no matter how things look, they're going to end up in the hands of the Asiatics. Now, when you listen to that, it sounds crazy. It doesn't even sound realistic. You know, it's like, how, how's this going to happen? The Europeans 5,000 miles from home. Yeah, we know that. He's not going anywhere, right? Like when, Because not only do they live here, but they're in control of this land. You don't just leave a place that you have control of, right? But you got to think about there's things that are going on, right, all around us. 
that we may not be paying attention to, but they're serious. All right. So one one of the things that I wanted to talk about this was we had this thing called the doomsday clock. And you you've been hearing about it, right? You hear about it every now and then. Um, I haven't heard about it really in, a, you know, in a while, maybe a year or two. But this doomsday clock. Right. If you see up here on the screen it says. It's a symbol that represents the likelihood of man-made global catastrophe maintained since 1947 by members of the Bulletin of Atomic Scientists. It's a metaphor for threats to humanity from unchecked scientific and technological advances. For the most part, they're talking about the likelihood of nuclear war, right? Or at least that's what they tell us. And then it's maintained by atomic scientists. So it's, it's something that they actually have been pushing for a while. And I think like since the 80s or maybe since the 90s, it's been at least like 15 minutes to midnight. Okay, it's just been getting closer and closer. Sometimes it'll get real close. Sometimes they'll push it back a minute or two, a couple seconds. But that's pretty much how it's been going. It's It's been hovering around midnight. Every now and then they'll push it back a few seconds and then it'll go back up. All right. And if you look at this, it's like something out of a sci-fi movie, right? It was its origin can be traced to an international group of researchers called the Chicago Atomic Scientists. They participated in the Manhattan Project. Right. After the atomic bombings of Hiroshima and Nagasaki, they don't even talk about this. Right. They created this doomsday clock, this countdown. How do they like what are they basing this off of? Just the advances. Different countries have nuclear warheads. This is what they're telling us. This is what they're telling us. But I'm telling I'm going to we're going to go into this because there's way more to this than is being told or it's being shared with us. Right. We're, we're kind of on the outside looking in on one in Islam to that that comment. Islam, brother, sister, um, fear is a weapon. You're right. That's mind control. You want to put that in the people's heads, right? There. Oh, it's the end times, right? With fear, what does fear do to the body? It destroys it. You know, it releases neurotoxins. It releases um, it releases um, adrenaline, and it's breaking your body down. You can't stay in that state of fear for long, so it's not good. So, yeah, you're right on that aspect, but there's more to it even than that. Right. It says the current time is 100 seconds to midnight. All right. OK. And so um, I'm going to talk about this like this, this doomsday clock. OK, what what's going on with this? All right. What's going on with the doomsday clock? Because they, they tell us is about, you know, the, the technological advances and playing off of the whole nuclear threat. I mean, even the, the idea of a nuclear threat, what is that about? Like, who, who creates a nuclear bomb, right? I mean, you just saw the Hiroshima Nagasaki. So on, first off, okay, you got, you got a nuclear weapon, okay? And um, by the way, it causes, you know, the explosion. It detonates. It kills potentially hundreds of thousands of people, maybe even more. Right, right off bat, just flatten out a whole city. And then you had this thing called the fallout. So it makes the place inhospitable for hundreds of years, potentially, potentially. 
okay? Radiation damage. Anybody ever seen that show, The 100? Check that show out, The 100. Okay, so this is on season eight. The 100 shows America post-apocalyptic. After nuclear warheads go off, right, killed most of humanity, whoever's left surviving, they're living in a world that's inhospitable. Like whenever it rains, everybody has to take cover. There's all of these things now that are all harsh. It's all difficult to survive. There's all this stuff from the nuclear fallout that makes it almost impossible to survive. Right. Everybody has to hide underground and go into caves and all this stuff. Right. So just just think about the psychology behind that. Like who creates a weapon like this that not only kills on impact, but it also makes it where the survivors can't live. Like if you can't have it, I can't either. Right. So this is real. So, um, you know, and this is shown through us like like in the hundreds shown to us in TV and movies. They're always putting this in the in the um, collective consciousness of the people right through the movies, through Hollywood, through TV. So it's in everybody's in everybody's consciousness, this idea of this post apocalyptic world. It's all hard to live in. Fighting for survival, you know harsh they put and then happens to do okay but we're talking about why this is so there has to be a mentality behind it to create a weapon that not only kills but also makes it inhospitable somebody feels like they can't live here for long and if they can't have it they created some weapons that will make it so that it's difficult for anyone. All right. And so if we look at what's been going on for years, we've had solar flares that come through, right? The sun would just have a burst of energy and it just shoots out solar flares. They've been hitting the earth for a while. Every time it happens, you, you, if you pay attention, you may see things in the scientific news. NASA may talk about it, but that's it, right? Um, I, I've seen, like, lately, NASA's been warning that um, a solar flare may hit and it, it may take out the electronics, right? So they're letting us know it could take out the electronics. That's about as far as they go, though, okay? But there's something else going on, something else. So what's really going on, all right, something that's not really being revealed is that the Earth and the sun are connected by giant electromagnetic tubes. They call it the magnetosphere. Wait, no. I, you know what? That may be the name of it. I'm, I'm trying to think. Uh, it, I've, seen the, um, I've seen the different articles on it from different scientific journals, NASA, where they show basically you, you have these giant tubes where the earth and the sun are actually connected, right? They're, they're probably connected to, you know, um, all the planets. But the sun and the earth are actually connected. And they're sending ions and different things back and forth, right? Now, they don't really go into what this is all about. All right, they just, oh, yeah, they're sending ions back and forth, right? Like it says here, uh, artist concept concept shows a magnetic portal 
connecting Earth's magnetic field to the suns. They have spacecraft on hand to measure the high energy particles and fields flowing through the portal, right? So some of these satellites and things that are up there, they're measuring this stuff. And they'll just say, oh, yeah, we're just trying to, you know, gather information for science. We just want to know. Like giant cosmic shoots between the Earth and sun, magnetic portals open up every eight minutes or so to connect our planet with its host star. This is from space.com. This is, you know, they have several scientific journals in here. Okay, so this is not science fiction. They have a name for it. It says, once the portal opens, uh, loads of high particle energy particles can travel to 93 million miles through the conduit during its brief openings. Space scientists say, <laughs> called a flux transfer event, FTE. Such cosmic connections not only exist, but are possibly twice as common as anyone ever imagined. So these portals open up, like it says, every eight minutes or so. And they connect the planet to the sun. So these giant tubes, portals, they're connect, they're they're communicating back and forth. The earth and the sun. It's saying the particles are being sent both ways. They're communicating. This flux transfer event, FTE, right? These scientists convened at the 2008 Plasma Workshop in Huntsville, Alabama to talk about this. Ten years ago, I was pretty sure they didn't exist, but now the evidence is incontrovertible, said David Seebeck, an astrophysicist at the Goddard Space Flight Center in Maryland. I mean, you can look this stuff up. This is not science fiction. I mean, if you try to tell this to just like a regular person, you'd be like, what? Huh? Yeah, right. This guy is an astrophysicist. And he's talking about these giant, you know, space tubes, these port portals connecting the sun and the earth. They're sending high energy particles back and forth. Okay. All right. And so um, it's not a coincidence when the solar flares come through they know that the earth and the sun are alive and that they are communicating with each other this is going to be a short video we're, we're going to wrap this up pretty quickly but listen um everybody watching this make sure you share this okay because as you can see this is verifiable this is not just me running my mouth this is not just something that sounds cool this is real so this is a real astrophysicist uh, talking about this, right? Um, what did it say he worked again? Uh, okay, I lost that. But um, anyway, so they know that this connection is real. All right. Researchers have long known that the Earth and Sun must be connected. For instance, particles from the sun are constantly whisked away via the solar wind and often follow magnetic lines that connect the sun's atmosphere with terra firma okay we used to think the connection was permanent and that solar wind could trickle into near earth environment anytime the wind was active we were wrong the connections are not steady at all they are often beat brief bursty and very dynamic okay and so they're calling these things flux transfer events when these fields open up a portal connecting the earth to the sun 
All right. Uh, Cbic said to think of the FTE as a giant rolling pin that lies flat along the boundary between the Earth and Sun's magnetic fields. The FTEs kind of look like roller pins, and they form as little blob roller pins at the tip of the magnetosphere facing the sun. They can't decide which way they're going to slide around the Earth, so they grow there into bigger rolling pins, and then they take off and sort of spirally roll along Earth's magnetosphere like you're pounding out them. They stay open for about 15 to 20 minutes, and so they have spacecraft up there trying to track this, trying to find them when they open up so that they can try to intercept some of this information that's being sent back and forth so they can try to figure out what's going on what they're communicating about but they're not going to tell you this you have to be able to read between the lines i mean you can just see what's being said this sounds like science fiction but this is real okay are they teaching this in school they might, they're probably not teaching this. Okay? So the Earth and the Sun are connected by giant portals. Giant magnetosphere tubes. <laughs> magnetic portals connecting the Earth and the Sun. And they're sending information back and forth. Okay? So when you have a solar flare that bursts out and sends this whatever's in there, right? All of this energy coming from the sun and it hits the earth it specifically comes in this direction and hits the earth it's not a coincidence okay so when that happens there's no coincidence so the earth and the sun are communicating and if the earth is in distress there's anything going on the sun sends out a solar flare it's like a download or an upload right maybe even assistance why would this even be necessary? Okay. We're going we're already into a new age. Just like we're having a rise in consciousness, the earth is evolving or you know for lack of a better word, I'll just say evolving, right? Just as we are. This is something that's affecting everything on the planet. And you have people who may not be able to make that transition. Who may fear what's coming. Fear they're being left behind. And they're trying to slow things down. So we have things like. Um, what are they doing in the skies, right? Chemtrails. Okay, we had the chemtrails. Um, years ago, Bill Gates said he wants to block out the sun. He actually said this, okay? Bill Gates actually says this and is putting, said he's putting resources behind it, okay? Fact check, he's not trying to block out the sun. Okay, so, um, all right. Uh, with chemtrails, like, they say it's conspiracies, um, if you just look it up, right? But what chemtrails are, and I can attest to this, right? You have chemicals being sprayed out into the atmosphere by the suns. These... These um, lines that you see coming from the um, planes, these aren't things that you're supposed to see all of the time, you know, coming out of the plane. It's only supposed to happen if it's a natural occurrence. When the plane breaks the sound barrier, you may have little broken lines behind it. Right. But this stuff, 
There's no way this is natural. I was actually sitting on a plane going from Miami to Memphis, Tennessee. I'm sitting right there where the wing is, and I see the little air flap open up, and a little nozzle from a hose comes out, and boom, I'm seeing the stuff spraying out. I've seen that with my own eyes. Like this nozzle is not supposed to be coming out of the little air flap. I think those are like air brakes or something to help the plane maybe change direction or slow down. It's a little flap that's at the back of the wing that comes up and the nozzle comes out and then the spray. It's very inconspicuous. It's like it's supposed to be hidden because I've, I've seen those air flaps open up and I've never seen a nozzle on it. So the nozzle comes out and the spray just went in. You know, it just started coming out and going everywhere, right? And so there's no way that's natural. And like, as, you know, regular people, we're not even supposed to witness that. When we're on a plane, we don't see that stuff. But it's real. So they've been spraying this stuff in the air, and they've been doing this for decades. Decades. I mean, you see, it's almost pointless for them to try to Smithsonian debunk chemtrails. It's going on. They've been doing it for years. Bill Gates talks about spraying dust into the atmosphere. What to, you know, what is he trying to stop global warming? Right. But he's talking about this 30 years, maybe even longer after it's been going on already. <laughs> so it's kind of like gloating, like, ha, ah, we've already done it. Just to see what the what the um, pushback would be if people know. But he actually said that to actually come out there and even even hint that, hey, we, we're going to put something out here. Right. To try to block the sun. Like what? What does that does that even make sense? So this started circulating earlier this year that he you know, he's pushing. He's putting resources behind spraying dust in the atmosphere to block the sun. And they just on Forbes, they just throw this headline out there. What could go wrong? You have no control over it. They just gonna do whatever they want. Like, come on, this is insane, right? This is insane. But this is what they're 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 joking about it, gloating. Because, like I said, this this isn't something that he's gonna do right now. They've already been doing it. It's been going on. So, what does this have to do with all the other stuff I'm talking about? What we we started off saying, the Holy Prophet said, you know, allegedly. He told the Moors, children, you're at home and the European is 5,000 miles from home and he's going to have to take some water. What does this have to do with Bill Gates gloating about something they've been doing for decades? All right. What does this have to do with the sun and the earth actually being connected? Giant tubes, portals, connecting them. They're sending information back and forth. Solar flares popping off global warming they tell us that global warming is about pollution it's the after effects of pollution okay they're lying everything we're getting you know these are half truths there may be some truth to it but these are half truths so everything that we're getting is coming from one perspective it's coming from one perspective. Um, it's coming from this perspective. The same perspective you see right here, right? This is what they tell us, human evolution, the evolution of man. You started off here 
and then you started to turn into a monkey ape man and walk upright, and now, now you're a white man, right? That's what they show us. So this is not human evolution. This is not the human story. So we're getting everything from one perspective. All right, one perspective. And we're told what they want us to believe or think. All right. So they tell us about global warming. They're saying it's because of pollution, but we know there's more to it than that. We know in the earth, back, everybody, make sure you share this video because we're, you're not going to get this information from this perspective anywhere else. All right. We're revealers of the light. You know, I'm not here to conceal, to hide. We're telling the truth. So this isn't going to be um, on the mainstream news. OK. They're not even talking about this. And this is something that scientists have been discussing, having conferences about for more than 10 years now. This is 2008. This is old news now that the sun and the earth are communicating back and forth. They have these portals opening up every 10 to what, 15 minutes? Come on. So the solar flares are no, they're no accident, right? The sun sends the solar flares. The earth is heating up. Volcanoes erupting. Earthquakes, different things happen, right? So the sun is sending uploads to the earth. And the earth responds. And at the end of the day, everything that they're doing, you know, they, they can't stop it. It's inevitable. They're just trying to get more time. So they tell you about global warming, but we know there's something more to that. So if the earth is heating up, all right, they want you to think it's a bad thing, but it's not. It's not a bad thing. Look, when they tell you about the Jurassic period and all of these periods from the past with dinosaurs, they they tell you that the majority of the planet was tropical. It wasn't just like now where you have the between the tropical Capricorn and the tropical Cancer. That's the tropic zone. You know, it's all around the equator. Just that belt around the equator. That's where it's tropical. Okay, but they let you know that in the past it wasn't like that. That zone was a lot bigger. Okay, <laughs> may even have covered the entire planet because they let you know if you look at um, they they let you know that Antarctica used to be tropical. Let me see if I can pull something up about that. Let you know that Antarctica used to be tropical. So even the South Pole, they say 90 million years ago, people who weren't even here 90,000 years ago can't tell you anything about 90 million years ago. But they're saying that the remains of a uh, 90 million year old rainforest were discovered under the ice in Antarctica. Okay? So on one, on one um, hand, the poles shift. You know, things change. Like where the equator is may not have been where it was. Okay, so we know that that happens. Plus the continents um, have moved. Right? But they're letting you know that the earth wasn't always like it is now. And they'll say 90 million years ago, that could have been 50,000 years ago. Might not even have been that long ago. 
So the earth is heating up, people. They're telling you about global warming, and they're trying to do things to slow it down. They can't stop it. Bill Gates trying to block the sun. He can't block the sun. They have instruments up there trying to trying to um, gather information from these portals. They have a name for it, right? FTE, flux transfer event. So they're trying to measure these. They're trying to intercept it. They're trying to figure out what's going on. So they're just trying to get more time. More time for what? For their doomsday clock, right? They give you the doomsday clock. It says 100 seconds to midnight. So the time's always changing. Sometimes it's two and a half minutes to midnight. Sometimes they're able to push it back a minute or a couple seconds. And they have scientists keeping track of this. Like you said, on, on, on the Wikipedia page, these scientists were tied into the Manhattan Project. It's almost like that show uh, Watchmen with Dr. Manhattan, right? He, he was a scientist. He was an atomic scientist, right? So they really, this is really going on and they're really monitoring this and they'll tell you, oh, it's just about us trying to, you know, make sure that we don't kill ourselves. No, make sure that we, we don't use nuclear war, warheads or whatever. No, no, no. Right. They have people, some of the smartest people they can find working on ways to keep them alive, to keep them here and in power. For as long as possible. They can't stop the inevitable. They're just pushing the clock back. You see that, right? A hundred seconds to midnight. And then these aren't just regular people. No, <laughs> these are scientists. The end may be near. Doomsday clock moves within a hundred seconds of midnight. Two years after moving the metaphorical minute hand to within two minutes of midnight. It got even closer, 20 seconds closer to the midnight hour. So what is this really about? So this is really sending a message to to um, Europeans all over the world. This so-called white man. This is sending a message to them all over the world. Like, okay, this is where we're at. Why would they do that? Okay. When you feel like you can't have something, you have a people who have a mentality that they're losing a grip on this. They want to destroy it all. So you literally have people who are, and let me pull up the seed vault. Where was that thing at? Okay, there we go. Okay. So you, um, you have different European colonies or strongholds, you know, that are, they used to, they used to um, brag in Britain that the sun doesn't set on the British Empire, right? Why? Because they had colonies in Hong Kong. They had, you know, control of what we call India nowadays, right? Their country. They were all over the world. They hadn't, they didn't control everything, but they had little strongholds all over the world. They've lost that. They don't have control of India anymore. They were kicked out of Hong Kong a while ago. Doesn't mean they don't still have um, any influence there. It's just they lost control. Um, let's look at South Africa. What's going on in South Africa? Uh, for the longest, the Europeans there have been the minority, but they've been ruling it. The people in there in South Africa are rising up. They're literally starting to kick them out and take control of their own land. So when they send these messages out about the doomsday clock, 
they're letting Europeans and not just regular Europeans, regular people don't know anything. They're letting the prime ministers, they're letting the, the people in power, right? All over the world know we're about to have to do this. Once it gets to midnight, everybody better be ready. Ready to do what? Ready to hit those buttons and then head to those bunkers. Head to those underground bases. They showed this seed vault. They actually showed this um, in the mainstream news. Right? This thing is in Norway or something like that. It says halfway between Norway and the North Pole. All right, and when, when you go to this, they'll tell you it's just a seed vault. They put seeds there from all the plants in the world so that when they destroy the world, they can repopulate it. They can re... It's like, come on, man. What? Really? And there was a video where they had like a, a news reporter in there, and behind her, there's a dude walking around with a machine gun. Just walking around. Right? I'm not going to pull that video up, but like you could see a guy walking around with a machine gun, like a guard inside of there. So it's like, why, why are you doing all this? Why do you have machine guns to protect seeds that are already in some place that nobody's going to? Nobody's coming out here. This is almost at the North Pole. Nobody's coming out here to steal the seeds. Okay. And it, it looks like some sci-fi stuff. It's like, this is crazy. So that's what this doomsday clock is really about. And then what, what is this? What's going on here? Right? You're just storing the seeds there for mankind. You're doing the good work. So this is what it's really about, man. They're sending the, the doomsday clock. This is for sending messages to each other. Right? Exactly. Coded messages. To wherever that so that we can all hit that button. We can send these nukes off. Because if we can't have it, nobody can. And then run to the caves, go underground, right? It's a last-ditch effort. So, that you know, the whole clock is just about trying to get a little bit more time and also to communicate with each other. If you want to believe that it's just, oh, you know, we're just trying to make sure we don't kill ourselves, it's not we. We're not the ones creating nuclear bombs. <laughs> this, there's no we. We didn't do this. They're sending messages to each other. So you've got Australia. Australia is actually having an uprising too with the indigenous people there. Where they're starting to um, want to take back their land, right? So they may not have Australia for long. They're losing their grip on that too. But hey, okay, they're all the way out here in Australia. Doomsday clock is 12. Australia sending their nukes off. They're going to get Oceania. That's what they call this whole area out here in the Pacific Ocean. They're sending their bombs off to get this area. You go to South Africa. They're losing their stronghold there. They might not be able to do it, but if they could, they're going to get as much as they can. Right? They can't get the whole of Africa. Um, wherever they're at, right? They're going to be sending them off. United States. South America, that's what it's really about. Communicating with each other, letting them know, hey, we are almost there. It's failing. It's stuff we're doing. It's not going to work. 
So um, in Islam, I see uh, somebody saying the oral statement said the bombs won't miss a spot as wide as my shoe. And that's true. Uh, yeah, I saw that, too. He said the apparatus is going to be there for the Moors. So hopefully, I mean, we, we don't want it to come to that. Right. But they show us this. That one reason they showed this to us in, in Hollywood is to put that in the collective consciousness. Right. Showing all of these zombie movies, showing all of these apocalyptic films, you know, after after the bombs go off, because if you have to put it in the collective consciousness so that we can create it because we create with our minds. Right. And then another reason is because they're putting it out there. They're covering their tracks from a karmic perspective to say, "Okay, we tell the truth. You're using Hollywood, even though we're conditioned to think that these are all lies. This is all science fiction. Right. But they're covering their tracks like, hey, we 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 let it be known what we're doing. Okay, But they've been putting this out there for years. All right. But I'm telling you that no matter how things look, right? Right? This may sound unbelievable. And up until the last minute, this may sound unbelievable. Did the prophet tell the Moors, children, you are at home. The Europeans 5,000 miles from home is going to have to take some water. Look, the solar flares are real. This global warming thing is actually happening. No matter how things look. They may have to take some water soon. And that may be hard to believe. A lot of the things that have happened, if you would have told me it would have happened, I would have been like, no, no, no way. But it's happening, (laughs) right? No matter how much power they think they have, they can't stop these solar flares. They can't stop what's coming. And they know it. That's why there's a doomsday clock. It's all about just getting another minute Getting a couple years out of this. Bill Gates knows everybody behind this whole venture to block out the sun. They know this is crazy. They know they're only putting this out because they've already tried. They've already been doing it for decades. The chemtrails, they've been doing it. This is crazy. This is in Forbes. Like they're gloating. Microsoft billionaire founder is financially backing the development of sun dimming technology that will potentially reflect sunlight out the Earth's atmosphere, triggering a global cooling effect. They've been doing this. That's what the chemtrails were. (laughs) Okay, because that makes no sense. And it's it's they're letting you know they've been doing this. Spraying non-toxic. Calcium carbonate dust into the atmosphere, a sun-reflecting aerosol that may offset the effects of global warming. Like, what? Who does this? (laughs) Okay, so they've been doing this. It's been going on. They're gloating about it now. But everything that's done, it doesn't matter. doesn't matter how it looks. It's going right back into our hands. Okay. It's going right back into our hands regardless. All right. So all of this stuff is going on. Just wanted to share this because I, I know, you know, I know things, you know, what everyone. Um, I know that they're not going to really talk about this in the media. Nobody's trying to enlighten you to what's really going on. Right. Look at this. People, people are waking up. Stop. Geo. They're showing the chemtrails. 
right? Nobody's going to go along with this. So the fact that they're putting this out there now is because it's too late. They did it. They tried. And it's still not good enough. They still aren't more powerful than the earth and the sun. Right? He wants to dim the sun. That's crazy. If he wants to dim the sun, that means you need to be going in the opposite direction. Also, one more thing about those vaccines. They're letting it be known that the vaccines have nanotechnology in it. All right. So I'm not trying to make anyone feel bad if they got the vaccine. But I do want to let it be known this is not a conspiracy. There's no conspiracy about this. They don't lie about it. They're letting it be known there's nanotechnology, little tiny microscopic robots inside of the vaccines. All right. And that they literally work as soon as they get in your body to um, to to stop your body's natural defense system, because your body is designed to go in there and to kill these things. Right. Your body is so intelligent. It's so perfect that once these foreign objects come into it, it goes to attack them. Even the nanotech, it will destroy it. So they they literally go to work fighting it and um, confusing your body so that it won't attack the nanotechnology. And then it's like nanotechnology. You're you're inserting this into you and you trust Bill Gates and these people. Bill Gates is one of the um, biggest backers of the World Health Organization. Besides the United States. Right. And they're the ones pushing the vaccine, pushing the whole coronavirus. So, hey, maybe they should back off of that because we know how YouTube works. Um, They don't like anybody saying anything about that. (laughs) You have to be careful talking about that stuff. But it's true. So they put nanotechnology in it. And I mean, come on, this is a last ditch effort. That's another doomsday clock effort to get some more time. All right. I don't know about you, but there's no way I would willingly do that to myself. I mean, maybe, hey, who knows? Maybe y'all will get superpowers. Maybe those are the people that are going to be zombies. (laughs) What if the nanotechnology is going to turn you into a cannibal? I mean, it sounds crazy. But I'm just throwing that out there. We're going to go ahead and wrap this up. But um, I just wanted to share that. Um, Regardless of how crazy things look, though, all right, ultimately, it's in Allah's hands. And everything is happening in divine order. Nothing can stop the solar flares. Nothing can stop the sun and the earth from communicating. It's real. And... um. If they're doing all, if all of this work is being done to try to slow us down, trying to inject things into us, trying to block out the sun, (laughs) and it's not science fiction, that's the crazy part, right? If all of this is being done, we must be really powerful. So the future is extremely bright, and um, there's no telling what's going to happen next. But we do know that the future is bright. And um, I just wanted to share that just in light of those oral statements, those 
prophecies, regardless of how you feel about it, there's truth in it. Um, I do want to just close up with this. Make sure you go to moresinamerica.com. Um, well, first, make sure you share this video. But also, when you get time, go to moresinamerica.com and check those articles out. If you never re read these hadiths and prophecies, check that out. Make sure you share that article as well. And um, also, there's an article on here about the Prophet Noble Drew Ali. So for those who don't really know about the Prophet, or even if you've heard of him, go in there, check that article out. That was written by uh, my wife and I, and it was got a lot of great information in there. Um, pretty much about the prophet's whole life. So go check that out. Share that. Okay. And help get this information out and share this video. We're helping to raise consciousness. And on that note, we're going to go ahead and close out. Y'all have a great day. Um, peace and love, Morse.